Where should the money for college come from each year? If you're like most families, you don't just have one bank account with all the money you need for college in it. So this is not a matter of simply writing one check. It's also probably not a matter of swiping your credit card. Colleges often charge fees for credit card payments, and an unpaid balance is likely to have high penalties and interest rates. If you have savings, investments in a 529, and or are planning to take loans, you should consider the order in which you use those sources to pay for college. The right answer will vary according to each unique situation, so you should speak with a financial advisor to understand the full tax implications of various decisions. But we talked to Nirav Batavia, a CFP and managing partner at Forum Financial, about the general principles he uses to advise his clients on how to plan across all four years. As with most large financial decisions, buying a house, buying a car, etc., when considering college, Applicants and their families spend a lot of time finding the ideal school, as they should, but almost no time modeling out the financial implications, he explained. Most applicants and their families would be well-served to set aside 30 minutes to fully understand the costs and the sources of payment over the four years of college. Once the family has it laid out clearly, then they can focus on prioritizing the payments. When thinking about where the money comes from, he advises the following. One. If you qualify, take subsidized student loans first. They don't accrue interest while you are in school and have generally favorable rates and repayment terms. Two, use your cash savings. Since these aren't growing in a tax-free account, there is no benefit to holding them if you will need to use them for college. Three, then use your 529s. By tapping savings first, you allow the 529 to continue to grow tax-free for one to three more years. Four, last, take unsubsidized or private loans. These start accruing interest immediately, so you want to give them the least amount of time to accrue while still in college. This may not be practical for all families. If you need loans from the beginning to make your payments, it is recommended that you first take federal unsubsidized loans. Note there is a maximum allowed per year, so you may need to start taking those in earlier years in order to access the funds that you need. If the federal loan limits won't be sufficient, then you can look to private loans for the difference. We recommend you take those last since they offer fewer repayment protections and will also accrue interest while you are in college. Some will charge application or origination fees and may require payments while in college also. Also, your 529 plan may lose money in some years if the market declines. Ideally, your portfolio will be rebalanced to be moderate or conservative in risk by the time your student is in college. But you can spend down your 529 in parallel with cash savings if you want to protect yourself from that possibility. You'll likely pay a deposit when you first make the decision to claim your spot, but that's a relatively small amount, probably a few hundred dollars. Your first tuition bill, which should take any grants or scholarships into account, will arrive the summer before you begin classes. For most colleges and universities, the first payment will cover the first term, semester or trimester, for example. 
and is due before classes start. Subsequent payments will be due at the start of each term. Make sure to make a plan to withdraw funds or apply for loans in time to make that bill. Colleges will provide different payment options for you if you prefer to avoid lump sum payments. Also remember that your cost estimates covered billed expenses. These are expenses that are paid to the college directly, such as tuition and fees, as well as other expenses that will not show up on a bill from the college. Things like off-campus meals, travel expenses, books, or other personal expenses that your student will have. Make a plan with your student about how those will be covered. Decide how they'll access any money you are providing and ensure they also understand your expectations and the budget. With a plan for how you'll pay, you are in a good position to accept that spot and celebrate your college-going student. From here, we recommend you evaluate the plan every term with the student so that you can incorporate new information about the college's costs, new financial aid or scholarship opportunities, or other changes to your finances. You should also review the budget periodically to see if you're staying on track with all of the non-tuition expenses.